Here we are in the shop. Welcome to Burn Built Made episode nine. Season one, episode nine. Tough to believe it's nine episodes already. Um, I know. We got some authentic shop sounds. <laughs> yep, we got uh, walkie-talkies. Uh, we're in a furniture shop um, where my cousin Jeremy works. And, um, and uh, time is of the essence, so I figured that I would try to uh, catch him as he walks through the shop on his way to grab furniture out of the warehouse. Um, you are tricky, Patrick. Um, Getting in a little podcasting on the fly. Yeah. Um, see if I can glean some wisdom from the from the cousin here. Oh, man. Um, so on your next time through, a little wisdom w- will be gleaned. What about right now? <laughs> so I'm hoping, uh, hoping we can uh, consider the topic of aging. All right, so uh, here we are. Mid to late 20s. Mid to late. Some of us later than others. One of us just... I just celebrated the old 2-9 earlier this week. Um, And I'm looking ahead to the next decade of my life. And looking back at... uh, Oh, we're looking back. At, you know, accomplishments. Mm -hmm. Accomplishments and uh, the the high and the low points, you might say. All right. All right. Give Give us a low point to start off with. A low point in my life. Um, uh, let's go. Let's go uh, big. Um, I have a, a four-year degree in graphic design um, and have worked a couple jobs that have just ripped the life right out of uh, the passion right out of that field for me. Um, it really takes a lot of caffeine and a late night to get me back into graphic design these days. Uh, because uh, corporate culture is, is just maybe not my thing. Uh, hmm. How about you? Any $40,000 low points? <laughs> I don't know what you're referring to. Oh, that was my college career. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean... It's just been one just beautiful been life. One, one beautiful life. You know, I've just been living it um, the whole time. How about any injuries? Have any of those been low points? You broke your arm three times as a child. <laughs> <laughs> I do regret those things. Um, Mr. Uh, climbing out of the crib, uh, what else did you do? I don't know. Uh, I was quite young at the time. Yeah, he was a, those were not conscious. A wee tot. Those were not conscious decisions that were bad, though. That's true. I, also, I'd like to interject here and say that I don't think your entire college career was a low point <laughs> or the years following. I mean, the I think the time gave... spent at college was definitely a high point. Um, oh, <laughs> does everyone get the play on words here? Uh, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, right, right. It was not entirely a low point. I definitely uh, got a lot out of it, especially uh, woodshop wood class, <laughs> which, um, which was not offered in my particular high school uh, because <laughs> I homeschooled. But uh, Yeah, uh, injuries definitely would, I would agree on that because in my later teenage years, I did things that were very unwise and thus cost a significant amount of money in medical bills and I live with repercussions like my knee is not in a great spot even though it's already been operated on. So I would agree. I would agree. So I just want to uh, interject to your interjection and say um, I feel responsible for all of your injuries in life um, <laughs> all of, all above of. the age of four maybe. Uh, because um, backing up a little bit, we used to uh, 
uh, jump mountain bikes over, you know, whatever piece of plywood we could lean up on a log. And uh, I do recall your knee injury being the result of, possibly the result of um, a particularly gnarly uh, landing. And then uh, more recently, uh, we were putting in some insulation. Uh, you handed me the the safe, handy uh, staple gun. The Arrow uh, T50 standard. Right. Your standard stapler took the, took charge of the... Uh, the slap gun. I took charge of the slap gun myself. Right. The, uh, the old um, baseball bat style uh, staple gun. I don't regret that decision though because I would have felt really bad if you had injured yourself working on my house. Um, well, which you may already. I mean, you may have. Your thumb really took the brunt of the injury there. We'll we'll see how the um, we'll see how the uh, sheet the sheetrock dust and the uh, fiberglass dust treat your lungs. Yeah, in over the time, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's all a, a slow Blur. decline. <laughs> it's all a slow decline. This is. This is Patrick's view of the world here. His college career was lousy, and everything else is just a slow decline. I do, I do appreciate some of the friends that I made in college. Um, here we go. This uh, is good. But I do, I do think that the, the degree itself is not as valued as I was uh, led to believe by, uh, by the college itself and by other people um, around me. But I don't think you're alone in that. I think that's the case with a lot of I think so college too. education. I think Which so is a too. broad statement, but and if I were some kind of genius, you know, maybe it really would have kickstarted things. But I think I am uh, more of your middle of the road kind of guy. All right, well, we better get back to uh, our projects. I'm uh, yep. I'm working on a little logo um, brand carve action and uh, videos to follow. And Jeremy's actually on the clock. And I'm uh, yeah. <clears throat> so we'll we'll loop back around. So we talked about. Uh, a couple things in our pasts that have been not so great. One we could more. Pr we could probably go on uh, about that for a while, really, if we really want to drill down on the nitty gritty. Well, let's let's do a two two for here. Homeschooling, I thought, was great. Uh, yeah, agreed. I didn't go to public school my entire grade school career, and for a good portion of that, uh, Jeremy also was a homeschooler with me. Yes, and it was probably what set us up for success, I would say, in the real world. Uh, would you say homeschooling was decent? I would say homeschooling was decent. Decent. <laughs> I hope that you edit that out. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna make it work. In any event. High school? High school was less decent than homeschooling. A lot of wasted time in high school for me. But the thing is, we can't say these things as a blanket statement because there's a lot of people who are successful because of school learning and then went right. on to, you know, so but just because that not, wasn't great for me doesn't mean it's not great for some people. Yeah. The listeners are listening for us though. We're, it does seem True. a little self-centered or egocentric here, but... Yeah, yeah. I, just, I just don't like making blanket statements like, oh, high school sucks, waste of time, but because that's just... Sure. Uh, stay in school, kids. Right, stay in school. Yes, for sure. And when you get out of school, in the evenings, you ride the bus home, jump on that internet, and learn how to do taxes, uh, because that's important too. And they don't teach you that. Uh, learn how to invest some cash early. Start when you're 15. Open a Roth IRA. Uh, with you know, take a loan from your parents or um, your uncle or you know whoever is wealthy and mm -hmm. nearby. 
Mm-hmm. This is uh, this has been the uh, evening money report with Burn Built and JC Industries. Yep. Otherwise, it'll be uh, House of Pain. Yeah. <laughs> but in retirement, when you're not paying taxes on your earnings from your Roth IRA, house of pleasure. <laughs> I wonder if you can steal Jim Cramer's. I don't. Does, does anyone? Uh, do, do any of your listeners understand the Jim Cramer reference, Mad Money, on CNBC weeknights at probably 6 p.m.? <laughs> wow. Wow, we're not sponsored by them, though, so... so uh, <laughs> Let's cut this advertisement short and move on to some successes. Yes. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There was another failure of mine that you would like to mention, or that you mentioned earlier, or maybe I mentioned. Well, the failure of yours, failure of both of ours, and that is uh, relationships that we have failed in. (laughs) Not me currently, but previously. A string of sadness, really. (laughs) Just, um... Oh, no. Just, you know, the tide came in and the tide went out and this happened over and over and over. You know, some of it's my own fault, absolutely, and uh, some of it just didn't work. So that's something that I look forward to, uh, you know, using my experiences to optimize in the future. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I don't want to pat myself on the back here or whatever, but I have definitely... I'll do it for you. <laughs> I've definitely optimized, if that's what, you're, if that's what we're calling All it. All right, so this is, we're moving on to future successes. True. Um, so True. We're gonna call Daphne a future success. <laughs> I mean, you're building a house together, so yep. if you can make it through that, they say you can make it through most things. That's what we've been told, and so far we're doing pretty good. Yep. At least I think so. <laughs> She's not here to comment on this. And... We'll just move past that. <laughs> um, uh, anything you are looking forward to accomplishing after, say, the house is done? Um. By the time you're 35, I'd will like you to look have... back and say, you know, I wish I had uh, gone skydiving or... Um... Not not skydiving per se, because I don't have health insurance or life insurance. Oh. Um, but I would like to strive for a better work-life balance. Um, I have been working on that the last couple of years, and I would like to continue to work on it. How about yourself? Uh, in terms of work-life balance? No, in terms of oh. future, a, cur- a current success. And Things to future. achieve. Um, I've been, uh, not religiously, but I've been dabbling in the early retirement um, blogs and, and forums, um, looking at advice about how to live simply and be happy with less. Um, so one of the things that I am looking forward to is uh, not wasting time on things that um, society may deem as successful but that don't actually add value to my life. Um, For example, uh, a passage out of this book that I've been reading says, it's considered more successful to be sitting in a traffic jam for 30 minutes in an expensive car than it is to be the guy riding his bicycle past the traffic jam for 10 minutes for some reason. Yep. That is a very good point. Very um, good point. So you, so Patrick strives to get a bicycle in the future, everyone, <laughs> <laughs> and just be the guy that's riding past the traffic jam. But I hear what you're saying. There's uh, there's societal expectations of success, and they don't necessarily. They're kind of just words. Yeah, you know? I would like to reduce my um, need to do things for other people you know, to live up to other people's expectations. 
I don't think that that's necessary to be happy. True. Could that. be the other way around even. You're just living up to your own expectations? You no, mean? no, like uh, it could actually make you sadder uh, to try yeah. to live up to other people's expectations. Right. I can agree with that. Great. Here we are. Here we are. This has only been like two segments. We need a third one. Before, before. Should the third one be uh, sheet rocking? Sure. I'm down with that. Maybe. All right. All right. We're going to wrap this up and uh, resume once we're over at Jeremy's property, uh, filling in some small sheetrock uh, gaps. Cheers, Until everybody. Then. All right. So uh, we're recording again. Wow, that's very loud. Let me adjust the gain. <laughs> Everything that, is full power. That may be truck sound. <laughs> okay. Uh, la la again for me. La 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 la. This all la, sounds la, all right. La la. All right, so uh, so we're back and uh, we're not sheetrocking. I'll give you that much. Um, <laughs> Thank God. That uh, that recording segment didn't happen. Uh, however, we are in the F1 F450. F550. Uh, F550 headed north. Strucking on down the road. Uh, we're on a furniture delivery from Lake George up to Scroon Lake in the Adirondacks. We're hoping that the audio quality is not terrible. Yeah, we're going to see if we can pull off a third segment here. We were talking about the future before. This was actually a, a day or so later. Forgive us. <laughs> so we're having trouble remembering what we talked about. Frequently throughout our, uh, our delivery, we experienced some technical glitches. So uh, I'm just going to speed right through them uh try to catch up so but what we were gonna what we were leading into was was the holidays right so we we've talked a little bit about uh about the past and the future have we what were we talking about oh we were talking about our lousy relationships and and our right we were talking about mistakes we've made and where we hope to go kind of so uh, since it is December, mid-December, uh, we figured we would touch on the holidays, past, present, future, and uh, what could be maybe improved about holidays in the future, because we are really good at brainstorming improvements. <laughs> and, and I think we could quickly cover this by just saying to remove them, <laughs> remove the holidays altogether. Oh, no more holidays. Um, and, and that would be the greatest improvement. But Well, I will, I'm going to augment that thought by saying at the very least we could separate them more yeah uh, because putting thanksgiving and christmas in the same month is just lunacy well they're not in the same month but. well you're right uh the same well okay so the same rolling month because one's the 24th and one's the i guess it, that changes yeah. but christmas is the 25th right yeah and it's uh it's so much stress and anxiety that people go through uh, and uh, financial <laughs> hardship to make everything uh, supposedly, air quotes, perfect. I know that uh, we have some aunts and uncles who, uh, who may have come to dread uh, these giant family get-togethers. Now, not everyone has a giant family, but we have maybe maybe 40 Lots. Uh, who regularly show up to shindigs. And uh, like arranging food for 40 people is just a headache. Yeah, it's become kind of uh, more of a nightmare than an enjoyable experience for some people. Right. But, so what are the good things about holidays in our youth? Well, as a kid, 
it seemed like the greatest thing ever when the whole family was together and cousins to hang out with and lots of presents and all this great food and it just was I don't know I looked forward to going up to up to the, the lake or up to the camp as we call it right we'd we'll go up to together. grandma's and and uh, there'd be nine or ten of us cousins around the same age up there uh, just yeah. kind of showing off whatever we had found in our stockings that morning and I feel like that always kind of devolved into uh, kicking a hacky sack around the basement yep or um, foosball tournaments yeah, there's a lot of, or even, I don't know, playing outside if it was not snowing. Yeah, on Thanksgiving, like, yeah, hide and seek. Yeah, and then you become an adult and realize that it's a lot of work to put on something like that. So much work, but it doesn't always have to be. True. It doesn't always have to be, I think. Uh, Some people do make it more work than it needs to be. Right, right. I'm a big fan of potluck style things. Uh but we will say uh, for the holidays present, switching to the ghost of holidays present here, uh, coming in and noticing that it is still kind of anxiety inducing and, and we have like this big spreadsheet of like who's bringing what and how many uh, people uh, they want to come with and so many details. So you don't end up with like five, you know, shredded carrot and raisin uh, <laughs> bowls. Bowls, yeah. Uh, so yeah, as adults, it's definitely, you know, you wake up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, you wake up a little bit. And now, and now it seems like, I guess we're not, our family is not doing anything crazy this year, right? We've kind of put a halt to the big gathering. Well, our grandmother is 91, and uh, I think uh, I lived with her for a summer in about 10 years ago. And even at that point, after holidays were over, uh, the last person walked out the door and grandma turned around and said to me, well, we got through another one. <laughs> oh no. And that was 10 years ago. Right. <clears throat> um, so she's not keen on the huge loud gatherings. Well, and, anymore. and I'm not really anymore either. I would love a, a small group of six or eight. Yeah. Um, that's really as many voices as I can handle personally. But with such a large family, it's very hard to Right. How do you narrow that? How down? do you narrow that down without hurting people's feelings and you know causing a big hassle? Right. Right. There's a lot of drama with uh, yeah. that many people. Yeah. <clears throat> it's like uh, Lost. You know, you throw a bunch of people in a small space together, and you know someone's bound to kill someone else. Yep. Uh, or uh, <laughs> or hopefully not that severe. Or, or yeah. Or at least you know there's always gossip. Whatever. Uh, so so uh, yeah. This year was the first year that I did not visit grandma on Thanksgiving, just stayed with my immediate family. And were you with Devney's family? No. Um, just Devney and her dad and I were at the house and we made a little dinner. And nice, small yeah. group. Small group, it was, any, it was different. Any drama? No drama, really. Three people. Several drinks. Played cards. Played cards, yeah. We just hung out pretty much. Had some vodka for dog people. Oh yeah, just had some vodka for dog people. <clears throat> nice. Yeah, it was a different different feeling. It didn't really feel like Thanksgiving this year. Interesting, yeah. However, I'll say this. Uh, I sampled some of your Thanksgiving dinner, and man, whatever it was, I can't remember, but it was tasty. Lamb. It was a rack of lamb that Devony cooked. Mm. She's a pretty good cook, I gotta say. Yeah. Very yeah. lucky. Very lucky for that. 
Yeah, you could have. Uh, you could have found a hot pocket girl. Oh no, a hot pocket woman. That's never. That's not a good description. <laughs> I don't think. I don't okay. think that you should say that. Right, let's move right on here. Um, Moving on. I had uh, Thanksgiving with my my the eight eight or nine uh, immediate family members, and then the kids. I guess they're also immediate family members. You just try and forget about them. Well, sometimes. you know, I. I can I can t- only take so much uh, children activity. Uh, as an adult, I, I prefer all people of all ages to be seen and not heard. Uh, well, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm with you on that one. So, uh, did you have a traditional turkey, or did you guys do something else? Uh, we did. We had a traditional turkey. Although I'm not married to the traditional turkey, um, I'm more of a green bean casserole guy myself. But. Uh, the turkey and uh, had some really excellent cranberry sauce and um, and people hung out and just had a good time and that's really that's really what I see for uh, for holidays in the future the important part is going to be you know it doesn't matter if someone decides not to go it doesn't matter uh, what food really is there as long as there's enough to feed yourself just just go and you know crack open a, a long trail and have a good time with the people who were there. Yeah. Uh, and try to keep the decibel level reasonable. Reasonable, yeah. But really, in the in the Thanksgiving and, and Christmas future, I hope to visit this guy I know. He's building a living room with a with a million-mile-long uh, kitchen island. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. I've got to keep... I've got to keep exaggerating keep. on the old kitchen island. Did we just lose our transmission? No, no. <laughs> Ford, she's still going strong. Okay. Yeah. Um, I I went. I, I may have mentioned this to you, but I'll paint the picture very briefly for the listeners. Sure. I went to this um, Thanksgiving gathering breakfast at Devney's um, extended family's place. It was Thanksgiving slash the beginning of hunting season. And this was a year ago. This was probably a year ago. And um, we arrive. The people have their their garage is kind of nicer than a typical garage, so the floors are all clean and coated, and like heat's on and it's nice in there. And everybody's hanging out in the garage having a beer. They have this commercial kitchen set up in the garage, really. So they're cooking. I'm telling you, man, huge, huge. Like court. sink, grill. Like what? Um, what are we talking there about? There is a sink. It's a kind of utility sink, but there's a sink, a charbroiler grill, um, and a thirty like a big flat top for cooking nice. breakfast stuff on. Oh, wow. So everybody was just hanging out in the garage. They're cooking this huge meal, um, and because you're in a bigger space, the decibel level stays lower. Sure. Um, and it was just a freaking great time. And so I kind of hope to have something like something low key. But uh, something like that in yep. the future at our house. How many cars uh, could fit in this garage? Um, probably three, but it was most. It didn't have any cars in it. Okay, so All it right. was just a pretty big, big space. space. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. Yep. So that was kind of cool, and I picture my garage partly to be kind of like that. <clears throat> yeah, your garage is, is designed uh, with that in mind, even. Yeah. Um, Definitely. It's got a few bays. 
for our vehicles and then a spot that's kind of designated hangout space. Pretty much. Right? Yep. It'll be uh, kept clean on that end and I would like to have some cooking equipment in there at some point down the road. Now, is that uh, side of the garage deep enough from door to back wall to have regulation cornhole tournaments? Oh boy, I don't know. Um, 32 I, feet. I, I saw a regulation uh, distance recently over the summer and uh, it was kind of wacky. It's far as heck. It was like, yeah. I, I don't remember what it was. Do you? What the measurement is? Uh, more than you think it should be. Yeah. I don't know. Like the bag disappears to a tiny dot before it hits the... Right. <laughs> or doesn't hit the board as right. the case is. Exactly. Now, I think cornhole will have to be long ways. Okay. But we could do cornhole. We could do washer game. You know, just something fun instead of it being so stressful. Yeah. What's washer game? Washer game, very similar to cornhole, only the boards are flat and there's three holes instead of just one. Okay. You just throw washers at it. This sounds loud. Ooh. Ooh. Felt-covered washers. Okay. All right. Maybe. I like where this is going. Yep. Quiet it down Maybe leather. Leather-covered washers. Yeah. Yep. I volunteer to... Burn-built uh, projects. To cover some 2020. Washers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, nice. <sighs> these nice. are all good these are all good uh, aspirations um, I'd like to throw in a campfire into the mix yeah uh, yep. there's generally nothing too dramatic about a campfire now if you if you uh, raise that up to a bonfire level sometimes you get a little bit of a, a little bit of excitement yeah um, but uh, I think in the future if I do end up with my parents property or any property that's rural uh, I hope to build a nice karaoke stage and uh, people could really enjoy themselves around the campfire uh, yeah. any time of the year. Uh, one of my... And you're not supposed to... Jimmy says don't talk about projects because then someone will tell you it's stupid and then you have to do the project anyway with the little voice in the back of your head like, oh, oh, Peter thinks this is stupid. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but uh, I really want to bury some gas lines in the topsoil, not, not, what, what is it called? Sod. In the sod. I want to bury some gas lines in the sod um, and run them up into the center of a bunch of, of like high tops but out in the yard so that people can sit around a high top you know, yeah. beautiful summer night um, with a fire in the center of their table that they could use to roast marshmallows or just keep warm if it's, um, if it's late in the evening and uh, as there's karaoke or even a live band going nearby, like a little, uh, you know, a little hillbilly band, a little bluegrass, exactly. Like that. Yeah, it'd be a blast. I like the idea of the high tops. That's pretty neat. Honky tonk. Yep. Yeah, it'd be a good time. Um, <clears throat> would the high tops have like lava rock in the middle? They would have to have lava rock. Uh, otherwise, it would just be yeah, just a, a little flame. poofer. Yeah, a little flame. Poofer. Um, it would be kind of cool if you could have it on a button so there'd be a release and you could uh, like instead of applauding you hit the button and it releases little, <laughs> little bursts extra. of propane yeah yeah a little fireball applause that's that's far enough in the future that I don't mind talking about it now true that way you'll forget about it if Peter thinks it's stupid right Peter you hear that <laughs> I don't know who this guy is but I don't know there's uh, two Peters in my life 
my buddy Peter, uh, who used to homeschool with me out in Stanford, uh, I could see him building some contraption like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's Peter, who I work with, who uh, who's more of a mechanically inclined individual. Um, and he would definitely make fun of me for anything that I was worried about him making fun of me for. Uh, <laughs> I'm really, really unsure about where we're going here. We're kind of in the middle of nowhere. We're out in the middle of nowhere. Um, we're still 15 minutes from our destination, which it seems like we've been driving forever. It does. It does feel like we've been driving for a bit. And uh, Scruton Lake, normally not super hard to find. It's right off the highway right. up here in the Adirondacks. Let me just set the tone here. Uh, we're in this F450 box truck. We've got a couple hickory bunk beds in the back, as well as a, a couch. And uh, this is a fairly new truck, so it's not too too uh, bad. It's a fairly comfortable ride, as box trucks go. It there's snow uh, snow banks, dirty snow banks all around, and um, it's dark, completely dark, uh, and it's raining. And our headlights are illuminating uh, some shiny, wet cars and uh, little street signs and things. We're off in the boonies next yeah. to the Adirondack General Store. There we go. I'm just going to cut this short and say that there are some sounds of dismay coming from <laughs> Jeremy, who is driving. Uh, we just realized uh, that this delivery is uh, we have to wind around the edge of a lake. Uh, in the dark, in the rain, on a dirt road, um, and it's pretty much all the way around the edge. We're on the far side, so um, so the speed limit's 30, and we're we're taking it easy, uh, you know, because uh, dirt road. Um, speed limit's 30, and we're doing 45. No, we're doing 38 from where I'm sitting. <laughs> <coughs> on the plus side. It's rain and not snow. Like are you, Fia? I'm gonna stop this episode. Thanks, Bye. thanks everybody for listening. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for uh, listening and uh, and uh, joining us on this journey of uh, recording in the shop and then again on a delivery. Um, Apologies for any audio inconsistencies with the other episodes, but you know what? You get what you get, and uh, we love you all, and thank you for listening. Um, and uh, as always, uh, bumper music provided by Ampletunes.com. Thank you, Zach. Uh, all right, and we'll round this up and uh, catch you on the next one.